welcome to Christ Covenant Chapel podcast with Reverend Kingsley Ayesu. We are a Bible-believing church with a sole purpose of positively impacting our generation. We are elated that you joined us. Wherever you're connecting from, we believe your life will not be the same. Now, let's tune in to today's life-changing message. Greetings, friends. Thanks for meeting here once again and allowing me into your space while we do life together. I hope you are being blessed by the content we share on this platform. Today, I want us to look at the subject, I have fallen. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 145 verse 14, he says, The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. He said, The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. I have fallen and I can't get up. This is a memorable phrase uttered by the character Mrs. Fletcher, an elderly woman, in a, 19, in a 1989 life call medical elect device commercial in the United States. The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. There are two classes of persons here spoken of. Those that fall. Friends, people do fall. And then he talks about those that be bowed down. If you have never fallen before, just keep on living. Sooner or later, you will come to the realization that all men fall at one point in time. The question I would like to ask is, what does the Lord do for us in our falling state? God is gracious enough to give us the answer to that question. Number one, Bible says he upholds the fallen ones. For example, in John chapter 8 and Luke chapter 7, we are presented with the woman caught in an act of adultery and brought before Jesus, asking him to give them permission to stone this lady to death as the law of Moses demanded. In this narrative, we see a picture of human malice. Those accusing the woman sought to entrap Jesus into some utterance which might serve as a charge against him. It was impelled by this motive that they referred the case of this adulteress to him who came not to destroy the law but to fulfill it. Their concern for public morals was trifling when compared with their malignant hatred of him who was morally incarnate. We also see a representation of the manner in which the Savior dealt with human sin. He convinced the morally hardened and insensible, arousing their conscience and compelling them to admit their own selfishness. If the cunning of the Pharisees was great, ladies and gentlemen, the wisdom of the Savior 
was greater still. He confounded their plot and turned their weapons against themselves. Their own conscience witnessed against those who had been so anxious to condemn a fellow sinner. He pardons the penitent offender. Bible tells us he upholds the fallen ones. Jesus upholds the falling. He does this by, as in this case, gracious words, or through human ministries of sympathy and help, or by the kindly ordering of his providence, or, and yet more, by the ministry of the Holy Spirit, shedding abroad in our hearts the love of God. Number two, the Bible tells us he raises up them that are bowed down. The world says that the weakest must go to the wall, but the Lord's thought concerning them are far otherwise. And so also have been and are his deeds. The saints on earth and in heaven attest to this. One of the most fearful things in life is failure. Failure can lead to regret and shame. The fight for mere life is so severe that many are beaten down and unless people have an upholder, some strong support and prop, there will be no hope for any of us. Have you ever stumbled or fallen in a public place? It is a pretty embarrassing thing to do. Some people fall and pop right back up. Others may fall and take a few seconds to grasp what just happened before getting back to their feet. There are yet others who fall and don't know how to get back up. Whichever way, something went wrong somewhere and our mind tries to evaluate the situation and adapt so it doesn't happen again. If you have fallen, you may be in a place where you feel the Lord has left you. You are feeling forgotten. You are feeling abandoned. You have fallen and you don't know how or if you can get back up. I'm here today, ladies and gentlemen, to help encourage, support, and help navigate through the falls in life. Of course, alongside our Savior, Jesus Christ. My hope is that you will obtain the tools to not only be prepared for the falls, but also receive the help to get back up if you have already fallen. Ladies and gentlemen, failure is part of the process. I think that sometimes we as Christians want success, but we want to skip over the process. The book of James reminds us that if we can persevere under these trials and falls, we will receive the crown of life. How many times have you fallen and you are quick to blame it on someone or something else? You start to question every choice you have made. You blame your spouse, you blame your friends, you begin to doubt yourself, and maybe you even begin to doubt God. I want to encourage you, my friend, to place one foot in front of the other. Your process doesn't need to start in a full sprint, 
but we cannot afford to become stagnant. There is a very specific purpose and plan for your life that our God has chosen for you. You may feel depressed, insecure, doubtful, and maybe even abandoned. But remember, God isn't finished with you yet. God isn't finished with you yet. When we go through the falls and the valleys in life, we need to be able to proclaim that promise that God is not through with us yet. The situation you are in may not be an ideal one, but we must stay fully devoted to our Father and trust in His plan. There have been times when I go through the fall and I find myself asking, now what? I actually used to think that it was my actions that led me to nosedive flat on my face. You see, one of the worst things that you can do is try to get back up all on your own. I would often find myself ashamed of where I was and become too afraid to ask for help. I would let my pride get in the way of a blessing from my father. We need to be able to let go of our pride and our selfish ways to be more aware of the now what that God has for us. If we start to make a plan to get back up and it doesn't include an intentional conversation with our father, we have already failed. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. God is always working in the lives of Christians. He is faithful. When his children fall, he will pick them up and dust them off. He will never forsake his faithful ones. And with his mighty right hand, he will hold you up. He knows what you need. He knows what you're going through. And he knows your pain. Commit to him. Continue to live by his word. And hold on to God's promises in your heart. And know that in all situations, yes, in all situations, he will help you. And with him, you will overcome. People who fall the hardest bounce back the highest. You will bounce back. Hear me, pastor, you will bounce back. Hear me, servant of the Lord, you will bounce back. Hear me, minister of the gospel, you will bounce back. When true Christ followers fall down in life, they get right back up and keep walking. Why? They understand grace and mercy. The Mississippi Mass Choir sang one of my favorite songs. It's called, Your Grace and Mercy Brought Me Through. It says, your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to thank you and praise you too. Your grace and mercy brought me through. It says, thank you for saving a sinner like me to tell the world salvation is free. There were times when I just didn't do right, but you watched over me all day and night. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to thank you and praise you too. Your grace and mercy brought me through. It goes further to say that justice demanded that I should die. 
But grace and mercy said, oh no, oh no, oh no. We've already paid the price. I was blind, but thank God I can see. It was because grace and mercy came along and rescued me. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to thank you and praise you too. Your grace and mercy. Your grace and mercy. Your grace and mercy brought me through. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe you have fallen and can't get back up. The Lord sent me to let you know you will bounce back. There is grace and mercy. You will come through. Isaiah 41 verse 9 and 10, it says, You whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its father's regions and said to you, You are my servant. I have chosen you and have not cast you away. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. The Lord will help you. Stop stressing. God is working. God is the lifter up of men and he will lift you up. Like Moses, maybe you think you are running away from your past, but you may actually be running into your purpose, into your destiny. In my blog for this week, I mentioned that our lives are never defined by the circumstances of our birth or our upbringing. God's purpose and value is stamped on our lives long before we breathe our first breath. We are not defined by our greatest weakness or our most recent failure. The gospel of God's grace bids us to define our worth by what he says, not by the shame of our failure or the pain of our burdens. He uses all for his glory. He will bring you through for his name's sake. Yes, even when we fall. As I wrap up this week, I want to indulge you for a moment. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please, I want you to do that today because he is the lifter up of men. If you want to accept Jesus, Please say this short prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. Take my life and let it be consecrated unto you. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Friend, if you said the prayer, you are born again. Please find a Bible-believing church to attend. If you are in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, come on and fellowship with us at 5452 DuPont Avenue North in Brooklyn Center and God will bless you. Until we meet again, keep on keeping on. I will see you at the top, for that is where you belong. Shalom. 
Thank you for connecting with us today. For more of this content, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Engage with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Join us same time next week on our next episode.